Hey, what's going on, Scuzzy? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good, man. I want to get straight into it, man, because I've you're one of the people in crypto that I got a lot of questions for. Even though I've been talking to you now for probably good like a good twelve months, there's still still mm-hmm. heaps of questions I'd like to know. Because um, you're similar to myself, man. Like you come from a traditional gamer background. You're probably mm-hmm. arguably one of the best players in RuneScape. Is that correct? From what I've seen, anyway, uh, as far as like the Iron Man challenges and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I don't think it's good practice to to be self-proclaiming like that, but uh, there were very few people that could do what I did on RuneScape. So I try to leave that up to people, but of course I have my own opinions. So yeah. I'll say, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I was basing my opinion off comments and stuff like that, man. Like I was watching some of your YouTube videos and some of the comments and stuff that you had were just like people that were just, pretty much shocked man that you were able to achieve the stuff that you did on that game oh okay so you so you saw some of my videos then yeah yeah i watched a few of them man to make like to see like what you're about and all the rest of it in in regards to runescape do a little background check on me (laughs) (laughs) yeah well when you come into gravy gang guild too man like your first experience with crypto gaming was axie infinity wasn't it with crypto gaming yeah, I mean, yes. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to think because in January of 2021 is when I I picked up my first couple of axes, and then I think it was February or when, like a couple months later, I played a little bit of Townstar, but then I got big into Axie in May. So, like the success, I guess, from crypto gaming is mainly from the Axie. Yeah. So, who you originally put one. you onto Axie, man? Who originally, uh, uh, let's see. So I watched on-chain gaming, I think is the one on-chain gaming, Kagi Jan. And, uh, yeah, those, those two guys, I was watching their videos. I, I can't remember, like there, there were a couple other crypto channels that I was watching on YouTube that were not necessarily about gaming, but like, uh, more on the DeFi aspect of it. And they, they may have brought it up in one of their videos and then I went and, and searched for it, but it was mainly those two guys that was like, okay, this might this might be a thing. But like when I first got into it in January of, of 2021, it was still on the Ethereum chain. It was not on the Ronin chain yet. So the fees were really high and breeding didn't really, like it wasn't even profitable. So I set that down until May when, when I saw, oh my goodness, Ron, what is Ronin like? This new blockchain that they're bringing out. So I, I kind of just dove headfirst into that. Of course, I did my own due diligence, but like I, I really put the pedal down to the floor with that one in May. Yeah. So like, how does that happen though, man? Like if you come from traditional gaming, like how do you come across a, a crypto content creator as far as like a search? Like, did you have to type in like, did you hear about crypto? And then you thought, oh, I wonder if there's crypto games or did it just come up on your feed as suggested? Because a lot of people, man, come across, a lot of people come across that guy, and I've only just come across him recently. I can't remember his name already. What is it? Um, something through gaming, on-chain gaming, and it's on-chain like, gaming, yeah, yeah. Like I never heard of him, man, until like a couple of months ago, and then I just seen him as like a massive Galashiel. <laughs> <laughs> no, on-chain gaming has are um, you saying on-chain gaming or yeah, on-chain crypto? gaming, 
on no nah, not classic you know, on chain gaming on chain gaming has been doing it since since uh gala was fractions of a penny back in like i mean when i saw him i i feel like i was pretty early i know you're actually earlier than that though right you're you're from before 2021 uh right? believe so man well i got him when the price was like 0. 0.007 but i wasn't too yeah, interested so in the crypto yeah i got you yeah so i wondered because i i don't i'm i'm not thinking about this but uh typically but like before the like i've been in crypto since 2017 i got into i got into um you know ethereum and all that stuff in 2017 like yeah. the end of 2017 december right and uh i was working a job at the time and i'm like man you know fuck this job that kind of shit <laughs> and it's like uh, what could i do with my money so i took like a grand and put it in there and um I put it into Bitcoin and Coinbase had this procedure at the time where it was like, it, they may still have it. If you put money in it, you got to wait 13 days before you can even move it out or do it, but you can trade with it on there. But back then I couldn't, I couldn't even access it to sell it on Coinbase. So I bought like 1500 bucks worth of Bitcoin at the time. And that was at its peak at like $19,000 or something like that. And by the time I was able to access my money, it was worth like a thousand dollars. And I'm like, what is the like this? <laughs> I'm supposed to make money with this, like, but I couldn't even access it. But that gave me the de determination to. Well, I mean, I've always been kind of determined to try to make things work. So I took that and I turned that into twelve grand by April of 2018. But that that's where the bear market started, uh, just hammering in 2018 to 2019. So like, I have experience with trading. Uh, a couple of years of that. And then I went back to work after I, you know, like the market was too bad for me. I was just like, I can't, I can't turn a thousand dollars into livable, you know, wages if, uh, uh, you know, during this 2019, 2018 bear market. So I dipped out of that and got a job, but I was watching the market after work every day. Um, yeah. so I was very exposed to the market and like what was happening. And uh, that was until 20, 2020, where I built like a trading bot. That's where like my next step was like build a trading bot to do what you think is a good strategy in the market. And then I just turned it off. I finished it and then I turned it off because there was a ton of news that was happening in January of 2021. And I was just following the news at that point. I was like, you know, this, this bot thing, maybe it would work or not, but like for some reason I decided I'm not going to do it. And it was probably one of the better decisions of my life because I was much more active. That's where I found like crypto gaming. I, I don't know how I found it though, because <laughs> it, it could be, it could be because I was looking into some obscure tokens like Dentacoin, uh, which is like um, for like dental health and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, thought I that was that pretty one. cool. And then there was another one called Dent which I remember those two because they're very similar name, but that one's like a mobile, uh, they buy like different like mobile services. So you only pay for what you use and stuff to cut the cost from all of the middlemen that are doing, um, you know, and making their money through telecommunications. Um, so I thought that one was cool. But what I'm thinking is, oh, maybe I saw Gala on the charts really, really cheap. And then I was like, what is this? And then just kind of looked it up. Yeah, that might yeah. might be how it is. I'm not sure. 
So I didn't know about the like I didn't know that you were in crypto that early, man. I thought you come into it like through gaming itself, and then you like somehow no. stumbled across on-chain gaming, and you're like, no, oh, no, this no, shit no. looks cool. <laughs> no, 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 because like traditional gaming mindset is like no NFTs, no like it, yeah. this stuff doesn't work. Um, but like I came off the tail end of gaming because like I had achieved so much and pretty much everything I wanted to achieve uh, through my gaming stuff where I was like kind of more like relaxed and not so much of gaming, but it came back when these competitive games started coming out. I'm like, man, I I didn't think I was this competitive still. Um, But it kind of hooked me back into, into that sort of thing. But with Axie, I wasn't really playing the game. I was doing more of the, the trading side of it. Yeah. I saw an opportunity there. There's a lot. There's a lot to take in with just this short segment, man. Because we've got you've gone over a lot already. So <laughs> no, you're out, man. So like when you said you got into into Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. you put your thousand dollars in, and you weren't really getting the return that you wanted to. So what was what was the cryptocurrency that you ended up making a profit of like seventeen thousand on from your thousand? So what what I did um, was I went to. You can't do this anymore, by the way. Uh, but there is an exchange called HitBTC, which yeah. is now a non-US, or I guess it was never a US uh, exchange. But back in 2017, 2018, like we were able to use it. Like it wasn't, uh, I don't know, there were the regulation wasn't there yet. So I used that exchange to to trade things like what I was saying, like Dent, the Dent coin, um, and Denta, Denta coin, Dent, Dent token. Um, uh, you're 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 bringing me back so far. I, I mean, <laughs> so much has happened, uh, you know, in the crypto space since then. But but tokens like that that on hit BTC they had about like ten to fifteen thousand dollars worth of bid and ask um, order book volume. So what I would do is I would I would buy like the increments were so small I would trade it for BTC and it would be in basically like twenty satoshis for one of these tokens. Um, and then, so I would, I would just place what I now know is a limit order. Didn't know it at the time. I was just kind of winging it and I would place it for, let's say 20 Satoshis. And then it would take a week to buy. And then I'd hold it and then place a, a limit sell order for 22 Satoshis or 23 Satoshis and just literally wait another week. And it worked it, and it kept working. So I just did that until I got to like 12 grand. Yeah, that's with, crazy. With these man. different tokens and stuff. It was much easier to to do back then, I think, than than now. Less people yeah. in the space and stuff. So like that is so like doing that in the market though, man. Like, did you take anything from RuneScape's marketplace? Because I know that they have like a pretty heavy duty marketplace, RuneScape, but it's usually more like um people don't want to buy from the market itself. They want to trade like individually with each other. So like, did you get a lot of that? I guess like, it's almost like an addiction, man. You know what I mean? Like I used to play World of Warcraft. I'd get obsessed with like how the marketplace worked and all the rest of it. And I feel like that addiction come over to crypto for me as far as like, you know, trying to always trying to make the profit. But at the same time, well, it's hard to explain, man, because you're a lot ahead of me than what you're very far ahead of me as far as trading and stuff like that. And a lot of it, I don't really understand. Like I essentially buy low, sell high. And then there's people that pretty much bet against the market and make money in the red. 
You know what I mean? Like for me, I can't really understand how that works, but that's because I'm not a trader. <laughs> Sorry we'll if that was a bit money. scattered. I, I want to, what, what do you mean by people make money in the red? What is that? So I can't remember what it's called, man. Like when they short the market, so they think it's going to go down. They oh, pretty much yep. put in a bid that it's going to dump and then yep. they make money off that. Okay. So I don't even do that. I don't, I don't like shorting. I don't like leverage trading. None of that. I, I only long. So I do what you do, but I do it very logically, mechanically. And uh, well, I try to, <laughs> I try to, I mean, like the market that we're in right now is, is very difficult to do. So I've, I've actually taken, you know, some time to, to refine that trading bot that I was pretty much done with in 2020 um, and just make it better. And I'm actually in the process of doing that because man, like 2022 has been very brutal to me. And um, uh, so some of the other things in, in that, uh, that piece you just said, could you re could you reiterate um, the first part of yeah, that? Please? Well, it's probably, it probably comes across as like that. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. And it's true. Cause I'm not a trader, but like, I know for you, like, what I was trying to work out was like, what was your strategy in the market? I didn't know if you did short trade or if you used leverage and all the rest of it. Cause I know some people, man, they'll go like, you know, 10 X leverage or they're trying to get a hundred X on their money. And then most yep. of the time they get burnt and then they're out of the market. So like, I was wondering yes. how you, you've like, I've seen you, man, like go from having nothing to mm -hmm. being one of the biggest account holders that I know, like as far as NFTs and all the rest of the stuff, like I'm not going to say what you have, but yep. like you've gone from nothing to riches pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, it goes, goes both ways too. Uh, if you're not careful, but, um, so what, what I did, like I made most of my, my profit from Axie and that was, uh, something that I personally have coined as the term is production merching. And to the, like the, the piece that you said before this, I, I now remember what you were asking is um, I took a lot of inspiration from RuneScape. Yeah. So when I played RuneScape, I, I liked grinding the game, but I also very much enjoyed um, trading on the Grand Exchange. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a centralized mechanic in the game where you, you go to this one location and you can trade your items to anybody who's trying to buy it. Um, so it's kind of like an automated market maker, if, if you really think about it, because you're putting up your your NFT or your game item, let's say, into this pool and someone's willing to buy it. You, you set it for a certain price. I guess it's more like an order book as opposed to um, automated market maker. But maybe I'm getting a little too ahead of myself here. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so so like it's but it's automatic because. You, you were talking about how some people like trading with other people just specifically like a one a peer to peer trade as opposed to something like uh, maybe OpenSea where it's <clears throat> you have this middle exchange here. But that's what that was in RuneScape. It was called the Grand Exchange and you could put up uh, a burnt chicken on the exchange if you wanted to sell it and maybe someone buys it for one GP. Um, yeah. But you could you could put pretty much any item on there, and I took, 
I took a, a liking to that. And what I ended up doing, I know I'm, I talk for a long time, but I'm, I'm, I am getting to a point. So <laughs> what, when I talked about production merching, it is basically there, there's bosses you can kill in this game. And to kill those bosses, you can drink potions to have higher stats and you can eat pieces of food to heal your health, that kind of thing. Um, so what I would do is I would buy the resources from these people who got it from the boss. Then I would turn that resource into that potion or that piece of food or whatever, and then resell it to those same people. And they would have no idea. I, I don't know who I'm selling to, but I know it's those type of people. It's the people who kill the bosses. So you have this loop where it's kind of like, I'm the manufacturer, so I'm buying from a farmer. I'm, you know, producing a product and then I'm selling that product to a supermarket or something like that. So I mm -hmm. took that idea and I put it into, into RuneScape to do the merching. So that's the same thing that, that I did with Axie. Yeah. That so actually reminds me of, um, yeah, that actually reminds me of how the Australian government works, man. Like we, we will like mine all the minerals, send it off to China or other countries and then buy it back as like a piece of steel or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like right. we're not the manufacturers. We're pretty much just capitalizing off the fact that we can, but they can, we can sell the minerals, but in the end we're sort of always buying it back at a higher expense. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So man, I like, don't know. I don't know what that's called, but I, I've been calling it production merching. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's called being smart, man. <laughs> like it, it's called not fucking, you know, grinding it out yourself, getting the minerals. You're, you're like what you said, like the manufacturer, and you're selling it back. So, mm -hmm. it, like with crypto, man. Like, like I do want to get into gala and stuff as well because I know that you. Well, I'm not sure if you are anymore, but I know that you were heavy in the spider tanks as well. But yeah, yeah, like, I still am. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Outside of like crypto and stuff, man, like, do you mind saying like what sort of profession that you used to work in at all? Yeah, I, I used to be, well, I was a, a bunch of different things, but my degree is in civil engineering. Yeah. Um, because I haven't, I haven't been a civil engineer in a couple of years. Because when we first met, man, like you were pretty heavy in the town star, I'm pretty sure. Is that correct? Because this so, is yeah. pre-spider tanks. I was, I was, yeah, I was heavy into town star for a bit. So are you still like a, do you still own most of the NFTs in Townstar or did you sell them at the right time? No, I didn't sell them at the right time. Uh, and <laughs> no, I don't have them all still. I, I kept the dragon. I kept the dragon and I kept the rare wheat stand or something like that. Uh, just because like they turned off earnings and it, it was, okay, so it wasn't just that. It The game frustrated me because you have these little characters that go around on the map and stuff, but they're not good at moving around. So <laughs> my, my mentality is like, I want to optimize this thing to near perfection, but I couldn't do it because the game was limiting that um, just because of the way the production worked in the buildings and the pathing of the characters. And I was just sitting there going, well, if if I want to get rank one on here or even a top 10 finish, I have to have more NFTs, which means I, I'm exposed to this thing that now doesn't have any, you know, real utility other than if you want to play the game. 
So I was like, I'm just going to wait until the, the game comes out and, and see how it goes then. I mean, like, I love the style of game, though, for sure. Yeah, the just, builder games are pretty fun, I reckon. <laughs> they they are, but, like, with the character, like, they're all in a line, and they're not delivering the, like, it just pissed me off. And I don't want to play a game if I'm if I'm mad. That's not the point. Yeah. So in hindsight, man, like coming from someone that played Axie and had a lot of success, like mm-hmm. do you wish that you just didn't even come across Gala? <laughs> I wouldn't say that because I, I really like that what Gala's doing. I just don't. Well, I mean, how how controversial can we get on here? <laughs> oh, well, you can say whatever you want, man. I bet you some of the Gala folks are going to be watching this and be like, oh, I see the face to that name now. Because I there's not... I have one picture on Twitter or something like that with my face. Um, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I, I lost a lot of money from, you know, it was mainly the Vox, though, to be honest. Uh, the stuff, like, I like what they envision. I like what mm-hmm. Gal envisions and what Vox and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like they, they took too big of a bite and they capitalized on the hype which I don't even really blame them for. I just wish I wasn't so naive because I feel like as someone who has been in the space for a couple of years before that even happened, I feel like Mm -hmm. I should have been able to go, okay, and make a a wiser decision. Um, but, but I didn't, uh, so, you know, that is my fault, right? I mean, it, it says in the terms of service, like, this is not an investment, you know, all that stuff. People telling you to do your own research and whatever. It's it's difficult because you can do your own research and it looks amazing. But one, it, like it reminds me if you're if you're the kind of person that like has success after success after success, but you mess up once, people are focusing on that one thing. And I feel like the crypto market does that whenever, because there's there could be hundreds of successes between many different businesses in crypto, but that one thing they call it a black swan event. When that happens, boom, everything crashes, you know. So because they didn't release things on time and they've changed things and not not as transparent as what people might want them to be, these things bring down their project value. And I didn't see it at the time because I, quite honestly, I was I was riding the hype of Axie at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was blinded by that. Well, like they say, man, like the old saying, you're only as good as the last thing you've done. And that's what people remember. But yeah. at the end of the day, man, like I've been there for the SCSI journey. And um, I know that you're not a fuck around sort of person as far as like when it comes down to like the intrinsic like mechanics of how different games or how different cryptos work but like mm-hmm. <clears throat> i agree with what you're saying man like they bit off a lot more than what they could chew and i think they you know in a bear market well in a bull market like there's a lot of hype and there's hype cycles through the bull market but it doesn't work in a bear market man like people just want the shit that they've already got to work the way that it was intended they don't want right. to buy some other bullshit thing and then hope that that one works out you know what i mean it's like yeah. with with spider tanks in general man like you know like even the promise that a chicken tank was the OG tank, it's gonna like produce more silk. Like that was an original idea. Like it was always gonna be the chicken had the most value because it was the original spider tank. You know oh, what I mean? Really? And even 
yeah, and even that hasn't like come to fruition. So, like, there's a lot of little things that people were yeah. doing, like, in the thought pr- process of which NFT do I buy was based off a lot of like the past remarks that were made. So, yeah. I think there needs to be a lot of um. And I'm not speaking for you at all, but this is me personally. I think there needs to be a lot of um, them coming good with a lot of original promises instead of mm-hmm. just changing whenever they see fit. Yeah, I don't. I feel like there there would need to be some sort of regulatory enforcement for them to actually do something like that. I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, like, so maybe they would though, because if you look at Townstar. Um, they're doing this burn. Uh, you can burn your town coin for gal and you get gala for it. But mm-hmm. the thing, I mean, that's great. But look at the price of town coin now compared to it's not even its highs. Just just like just a little bit ago, like a, like a year ago, it was like thirty cents, forty cents, or something like that. I'm not even talking about the highs of like two eighty. Mm-hmm. It's it's like two and a half cents and. At one point, a town coin was like, I mean, two or three times, I say one, you know, like one and a half to two times that of a gala token. But now mm-hmm. that because everything has come down, gala is like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's worth 80% of a, a gala now, which they're, they're very willing to um, bring the price down for themselves but we haven't seen them lower the nft costs since the bull run like it's yeah. except for like this one time where it was like oh this is 97 percent off and it was still five times too expensive yeah but they'll also- gladly do that at the bottom of town coin it's just i don't really like that so it's a win but it's also is it like it's it's just weird well, and the thing is as well, man, like if you're going to remove the earnings and all the rest of it, like if you're looking at a, a cryptocurrency to invest in that's based on a game, like mm-hmm. it's not a very good sign if they remove the earning mechanism and then you're essentially, you know, playing the game for NFTs. Mm-hmm. So that's going to that's gonna play, like put downwards pressure on the market as well. So like it's, yeah. like it's like they're the ones that are make, putting the downward pressure on the market and then the community's essentially saying, well, fuck this, I'm going to wait. I'm going to pull out now and wait and see what they do for Townstar 2.0. And then it's convenient for them to just say, all right, well, now we're going to yep. give you the opportunity to exchange the token at a shittier price. That suits yep. them more. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's Because they only have to give up, what, like $25 million now worth of their gala, which they've been printing themselves. Like they, they're not injecting $25 million it's it's just there because you know people like us have bought gala and we've given yeah. it that price it's not because gala actually you know injected 25 million dollars um so there's there's some statements too where where they come out and they're like oh we're giving a million dollars to to people for spider tanks i remember in november of last year they're like uh we're giving a million dollars i'm like no the fuck you're not you're 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 not you're just printing this <laughs> thing and someone else is giving it value and you're saying that we're giving you a million dollars you're not you're not giving a million dollars so it's just statements like that it just make, makes me think like either they're they know exactly what they're doing 
or they don't know what they're doing. It's one of the two. And I'd like to, I don't know, honestly, I don't know which one I would rather like, you know, think about because <laughs> they're both pretty bad to be running so a I, business like that. But <laughs> controversial. So I like it. From what I've seen over the years with Gallimian, it's like you get the OGs and it's like they're in there for a while and then they're sort of not happy because of the things that have happened. And then mm-hmm. they move out of the market, a new bunch of people come in. And it seems mm-hmm. like like Gala doesn't really respect the fact of the people like the people that originally helped build Gala. Like it it doesn't have to be someone that knows how to fucking code or they're coming up with game ideas or partnerships. Like we're still people investing in their idea. But I feel like that's yeah. undervalued as far as um the top of Gala. Yeah, I mean I feel- like they can always fall back on it's not an investment. But uh the way I think about it is Gala is now a big business. The people who are like they were a small business a couple of years ago, but like the the people who are up at the top, they've they come from big business. So I'm thinking that they have that kind of mentality, even if they're not trying to. It's just the way those big industries work, and they've brought that over as a, a best practice. And that mentality, people are not people; they're numbers. So. If they only have 400 DAU on spider tanks, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter who those people are because they can always do some marketing once the game is good and then get another, you know, 20,000 DAU, even if it's totally different people. And because they say it's not an investment, it really don't matter to them. Well, the problem is with that mentality that they have, though, like if it's just numbers, is that, you know, like who do you want as a number? Do you want... You know, the whole employee of fucking McDonald's at your, like at your local McDonald's, or do you want fucking Elon Musk? And it's like they've been they've been pretty much catering to people like Elon Musk in the community because it's a whale market. Like, oh, don't tradi- don't sleep on those McDonald's employees, bro. They, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm not joking. Like I don't I don't cap people's potential there could be someone smarter that works at mcdonald's right now yeah and i'm not talking about potential and i'm saying what they're doing is wrong man like i'm saying like they're catering to whales but then they're the same people that they're essentially telling to fuck off if they don't like the idea of what they want to come out with and it's like well that's where all the liquidity is coming from do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like you can have masses of people but at the end of the day if you're pissing the whales off they have the potential to dump the whole fucking market because they have majority of the nfts and the gallery itself and i just feel like you know it could be simply solved by keeping the promises and being a bit more you know open to what's actually really going on behind the scenes like i know that it like in a legal standpoint they have to be very careful of what they say but i feel like they say a lot of shit they shouldn't be saying from a from a legal perspective as well you know what i mean it just seems yeah. to be whatever the fuck they feel like at the time <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I don't know all what happens internally and stuff, but like I go back and forth thinking like, because I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but dude, it's been a long time and cool. I get that games take a very long time to make, but why can't you show us the 3D modeling that's happening? Like, I mean, they're kind of doing that with Townstar AMAs, but why not show us all of that stuff? Like you're not lying at that point. And the only thing I can think of is like, you're just not competent like what do what do you have to show like why did it take you um you know a year to rebuild town star 
and it's it's not even going to look any different. It's just going to have a little bit graphical update. The game engine is different, so I get that, but why does that take a year? I just I don't understand why that takes a year. You've done it once before. So, can't you just do like I maybe I'm naive here, but like I've been working in a little bit of uh JavaScript and then also Python. It doesn't take me that long to build something. Like it took me maybe 50 hours to rebuild the thing that I was that I did in 2020 forgetting most of it but when I saw it again I was like oh yeah this is how you know and then you use new things that you picked up along the way I just don't understand why it takes a year to rebuild a game that's like I don't know maybe because I haven't play tested it so I, I don't know but from what I've I've seen it's it's like I don't know I don't know I don't want to say bad things but yeah, I get what you're saying, man, and and don't say anything that you don't want to be on, you know, recorded. But like going back to my original point, because I don't think I was like clear with what I'm trying to get across here. Like, if you're catering to a whale, like that's putting too much power in a whale's hands. Like, how do you get the McDonald's worker coming over to Gala when the mm-hmm. fucking entry price for most NFTs is like two hundred dollars USD? Like, if you're working at McDonald's, I don't know what the pay is in America, but like I'm guessing it's probably five six hundred USD a week. Like, how, how how do you convince them that, you know, they've got a mortgage to pay, they're paying off a car, they're paying for food? Like, how do you convince them to spend, you know, one-third of their pay for a fucking NFT? Like, it just doesn't yeah, – I don't feel like they're, ca- they're catering to the general populace. I feel like they're just catering to whales, and then they're the exact same people that they want to fucking piss off when they make changes. That was against their original viewpoint or their original plan. Right. No, I, I agree with that. Um, what they're doing with Gen 2 Spider Tanks stuff is they're going to drop the price entry, the entry price to those things. But what they're going to do, I, it's what they say, maybe they change it, but they're going to make it so that upgrading them is more expensive than the Gen 1 stuff. But the purchase cost is going to be much lower. So the barrier to entry is going to be much lower. And then you just have to play more. To, to earn to earn more to upgrade it um and they're also going to earn the exact same so which i thought was very interesting because last thing i had heard a couple months ago is that they were going to earn less they're going to be cheaper they're going to be cheaper to upgrade but they're also going to earn less but now they're kind of flipping it and it, it makes sense to me like like you get you can get people to spend 10 bucks 20 bucks or whatever um and then just play the game and then uh, upgrade your tank a little bit slower than if you had a Gen 1. <clears throat> but, like, they've already crushed the people that have, that own Generation 1 Ancients. It's, That's it's, what it's, I was already, just about to it's already been done. Like, and the yeah. people who are still here, they're they're staying if they can. I mean, like, I, I had a couple of Ancients, and now I only have one. But I, I don't plan to get rid of that one unless it makes sense. Because it's just, mm-hmm. like... Like, unless I needed the liquidity, I'm not getting rid yeah. of that. Well, but we've, yeah, they we've sort of it. like, we've sort of like debated you and I, like in, in DMs and stuff about as far as like, you're saying that the ancients have been like pretty much been fucked over. And I, I think it's like being a person that owns legendary. Like, I think that the legendary has been fucked as well. They are, and yeah. I feel, and I feel like the gap like between the legendary earnings in comparison to an ancient doesn't make sense from the original buy price like it's no, it's it definitely a, yeah 
And like the thing that worries me, man, is like if they can't come through on the original fucking OG tanks that have sold like tier one or whatever they want to call it, and they're going to come out with these tier two that's fucking essentially cheaper for the general populace to get in, mm-hmm. like the earnings are already fucked for the legendary and ancient. Like, mm-hmm. how, like how long do these guys expect people to commit to a game that's quite monotonous, in my opinion, to be playing the same fucking maps, the same fucking people, because the originals got fucked over, so the player base is small. Like, how how do you keep people engaged if it's going to take over a year to pay off the original price of a tank? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, a lot of people go, oh, well, if you can play a game for a year and pay off a $5,000 tank, well, then what happens the year after? Like, then, what, you play for a year and then you fucking the second year's when you get profit? Like, this is yeah, crypto, I mean, that, man. This isn't... That's not how it works. I mean, at that point, like traditionally in, in in like a normal crypto game that we've seen in the past you're not making that five thousand the following year that game's going yeah. to, down the tubes so it really is about can they make this game sustainable so that's they tackled the inflation so it's not gonna i mean it's not inflating at all it is like quite the opposite um which looks bad now but like when they get users if they get users let's say it like the economy, like I've I've done a deep dive into the eco- the economy, and the only thing that I found is if they don't have players, and that's exactly what's happening, right? So if they do at some point get players, th- this this whole circle loop makes sense. But they have to be the players that are willing to spend money for entertainment. They can't be the people that come in and they're like, "I want to make money." That's that's where they messed up, and I don't I don't know how they could have done it any differently. Um, because at that time, everybody was doing that sort of stuff. Um, they could have done it like big time, big times, just like all NFTs and stuff or whatever. But I mean, they're, nobody's playing. There's not that many people playing that one now. Um, it's the same thing over and over. Like you're saying, it, it's, it's, it's boring, you know, big times, boring, all these games. They're just, this, it's the same thing over and over. Um, that's why I like RuneScape because it is the same thing over and over, but you have such a long, like you're not getting to that next achievement for a thousand hours. So now I have a thousand hours where I could just grind the same thing over and over and then get that huge dopamine hit at the end of it. So yeah. that's why I like playing like long grindy games and stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I'm waiting for this next update. I, I think the update's coming next week, early next week or something like that. And I'm going to see what's happening i don't know how much you know about it they're bringing something called supercharge nah like if you want to go over that man that'd be great because i'm that salty now that like unless if someone tells me direct i'm not reading nothing yeah you you sound pretty (laughs) salty but i don't i don't blame you at all i got rid of my overload skin by the way oh yeah it wasn't doing anything for me that's the thing man it's like you know like the skins and the toppers and stuff we didn't know that they weren't gonna earn so, like, even for myself, right. man, I got, like, fucking 20 toppers and I got 20 skins because I got 20 tanks. Right. So, what What was well, the point? It's indirect, right? <laughs> your your tanks go a little, little bit more often, maybe. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but, if but, you got the but skill. But for that, for that legendary skin, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have the liquid right now to be able to make moves and stuff. Um, What was the question? Oh, so, so Supercharge, it's... Mm-hmm. um. How do I explain this? Some people say it's gambling. Some people say it's not gambling. 
I if if it is gambling, it's more along the lines of poker as opposed to playing slots, where it is not a random chance. It is based on skill. And there's some, I guess, some luck factor in there. So basically, you pay a little bit of silk and you get five chances. Um, your, your specific tank gets five chances. And if you win any of those, you will get five times the amount of victory points of the first win of the day for that tank. So if you win all five of those games, now you're getting 25 times the first win. And then you can mm-hmm. go back playing playing with it after and get your other 10 wins or whatever. But it, it's basically like a, a sync mechanism where it isn't going – like there's people who are going to win and there's people who are going to lose. Like it is not – like if you don't have skill, you're not going to like this system. So you're either going to quit or you're going to try to get better. And I mean I hope people try to get better, but – the way we've seen it is like people want to make money from this. And if they're not making money, they're going to quit. So, so that's what, what it, I don't know if I, did I explain that to the point where you are understanding it? Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I do understand what you're saying, man. Like, I don't know how it's going to work, like how it will work when it's released. Mm-hmm. Because like you just said, like for me, like, how does that, like you've got different brackets as far as, how good a player is like you like i can't remember what all the leagues are called but you like in anything else you got like bronze silver gold platinum diamond and then masters you know what i mean yeah so like if you're going to try to get this supercharge can like are you still for those first five games are you in the rank that you should be in or is it just like a mixed bag because if it's a mixed bag well then it's going to be fucked yeah i mean the the idea is that more people will try to play right so I think it's like a chicken or the egg kind of situation. And it always will be until they do something. So I think they just need to make the game more balanced. Um, and I've been mm-hmm. trying to push like, hey, I, I have an idea how to make matchmaking better without getting more daily active users. And nobody's given me the light of day, really. They're like, ah, you can't really do that. We just need more players. I'm like, you don't because you're taking a small pool of players, like s- six people. You can arrange six different tanks in such a way that is it is the most balanced. But the matchmaking doesn't do that. They, they think they do that, but they don't because they're not looking at the detailed aspects of team dynamics. So you get a flamethrower and you put it with a brambler. That's that's pretty good. Like you, you can slow a guy down and then the, the guy can teleport and then kill him. You know, yeah. but if it's if it's not a brambler and it's a flamethrower and like, I don't know, something that's not super well, good. If, yeah. If it's like three flamethrowers versus like, you know, like two bramblers and a cannon, yes. like it's yes. going to be a hard life. Right. So and- what I'm saying is there is a way to make it so that a brambler on each team, uh, a flamethrower on, on each team so that it is just more balanced. Like also take into account the, the rank and the battle rating of the tank. But they have to understand what these tanks are good for, each one specifically, mm-hmm. and how they complement each other and how they don't. The user doesn't need to understand that up front. But the developers, personally, I think, should understand that. Otherwise, they're just it's just going to be amplified when they have more daily active users. 
It's going to get mm-hmm. a little bit better, but there's still going to be that pool of people like me who goes, this is not fair because I'm at the top here and I'm playing with like it, it specifically puts worse people with me out of the six people that it's choosing. It puts the fourth and the like the sixth and the fifth person with me typically. And then, you know, three, four and five go on the other team. But that's not fair yeah. at all if the other team all has Bramblers or whatever, or just like has one Brambler and a healer or whatever. So I'd been pushing that for a little bit, but it's going to take me a bunch of time to figure out how these things complement each other. And I'm like, I, I, like, I can't. I don't have the time or the resources to throw at that. I'm not getting paid yeah. for it. <laughs> so it's like, well, you know how many times like I've been in here, like I've been in hero, man. Mm-hmm. And then I'm playing and I'm about to get over to the next rank. And yep. then it's like, I just get matchless scuzzy and meditated. Like, what the fuck is this shit game? Yeah, like, it does. I, it I, the... I, I've been grinding all day, man. And then I get the yeah. two best players on the fucking game. Yeah. And I'm not even that close to the deity rank at all. Like, it just frustrates me, man. Like, everything from the matchmaking to the the distribution of token that you receive for what, what rarity you have. Yep. Like, and like you're saying, man, like, if you play like overwatch and stuff like that like you have like a you can pick like support you can pick like attack all the rest of it they know that you're going to need like at least one or two healers you're going to need at least one tank you're going to need at least one person like that's what it doing whatever you know and it's the same with league of legends like people choose which position they're going to play or you're just going to get whoever's you know is it it's not like that right in in like overwatch where you just pick a character and then you get thrown with four of the same character of your like your type well every everyone sort of it's like league of legends man like which is a moba game which is pretty similar to what spider tanks is trying yep. to be yep. but like you know like you need someone in the jungle you need someone that's like running top that's like pretty much a tank mm-hmm. someone in the middle you want probably a little bit more squishy whatever like they you can't put a tank in the bottom because the bottom doesn't a tank's not going to do enough damage because the tank's there to soak damage you know what i mean and then when you get into late game like you've got everyone playing the parts that they're meant to play and with spider tanks it's not like that like you're saying like you can literally like if you've got three bramblers against three fucking flamethrowers it's going to be a hard life for them flamethrowers like all they're waiting for is a blink or a you know or a shield because that's the only way that they can get close right to be able to do damage yeah they won't get close with a shield though (laughs) yeah well but if it's (laughs) Yeah, but if it's you playing flame, well, then that's a different story. You know what I mean? Like, if there's three scuzzies playing flame, it's going to be a hard day. But for majority of players, man, like Maybe. they're not they're not fucking meditated, and they're not you. I I, don't, I haven't played. Uh, it just frustrates me. So, but my question, I guess, or what I'm thinking about is, so you went from Overwatch to League of Legends. I don't know either game, but in League of Legends, is there a matchmaking system? Yeah, so like at so, the start, everyone rushes to choose which position they want to play. Okay, I understand that. But so you choose, say you want to play support, and then you mm-hmm. jump into matchmaking. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. You can jump into matchmaking. And then what does the game do? Will the game ever give you four supports? No. Okay, so like, this is what I'm you talking can about get, then. Yeah, you can get assholes that like they will pick support characters for different positions because they rather oh, okay. want to piss people off or yep. they just think they're better with that character. 
Yeah. But like traditionally, man, like if you're playing the bottom, which is usually two different people where every other lane has one, like on the bottom has two. So you have someone that support and then someone that does attack. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So like that's the way it should be sort of similar to what you're saying with spider tanks. So you're not getting these lobbies that don't make sense. Well, I suppose it sounds like it's still up to the player a little bit because you could still choose, like if you really wanted to be a troll, you could choose all four supports for every role and then yeah, you'd, you'd but, play again. So it is possible, right? Um, what I'm but they're also going to get banned. But they are. <laughs> yeah, because four other people, man, are going to be like, you just threw the whole fucking game and okay, I can't leave okay. because if I leave, if I leave, I'm going to get a ban. So at the end of the match that they know they're going to lose, everyone will report that person for throwing the game. Okay. <laughs> well, I feel like maybe this is just because it's more robust because there is, you know, it's been around for, I don't know how long, but probably a lot longer a long than spider time. tanks. And um, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe spider tanks matures into that type of, you know, system. I don't think it's that far off because there is a, a report button. I mean, w whether it does something, I don't know. But at some point, if, you know, it gets more robust, then they're going to have people that actually do the banning or an automated system that does the banning. So people will be like, dude, you're, you're, you're literally throwing the game because you're playing like this. But what I'm saying is like in matchmaking, will it, will it ever do that? You know, like, because yeah. you could have team play. And you can choose your roles and stuff and, and coordinate with your team, which you could do the same thing with spider tanks. You can get together with two other guys and you can get, okay, I'm the support role. You're the attack role. You're the tank role. And you, that's where you steamroll. That's where you steamroll because you have an actual team that knows what's, what they're doing. And you're playing against people yeah. who don't really know what they're doing. Um, so it's not very robust yet. There's very few players and the people who were good, they're no longer playing because it's not fun with the balancing that's currently here. Um, so either they get more DAU or they fix that and like just really just bring out the ban hammer if people are, you know, making the games terrible. But if they do the ban hammer, nobody's going to want to play, right? I don't know. Yeah, well, I've been thinking about it while you're talking, man. I think like it really is a problem of not enough players. Because, like, if you could pick which role you want to play before game and then the matchmaking allocates, like, you know, like, I don't know how you'd say it, man. Like, a tank would be, like, fucking maybe a, a flamethrower with a heavy body. Like, it's, it's just hard, man, when you when you throw the NFTs into the mix because a lot of people, like, there's a lot of people that have a flamethrower mm -hmm. in comparison to a repair artillery or a repair gun. So yeah. I feel like it's... Yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to work, and I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can sort of discriminate against someone because they've chosen to pick a flamethrower instead of a repair artillery. You know what I mean? Because it's money based. It's not like here's a free character and you can buy a skin if you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not too sure how that would work. Yeah. So I mean, they're probably just going to keep it the way it is, fix the game balancing. Um, which they're they're pushing whenever the next update is that's when they're pushing that one um and I, i've seen i've seen the uh you know it's looking good i'm not gonna i can't say you know i'm kind of happy with how they're balancing like they they're finally listening it just it, it takes a while which is you know it is what it is but 
Um, and then they're again, they're bringing that supercharged thing um, and some visual. It's it's going to be a huge patch uh, patch notes thing. So I would recommend to at least read it. I know you're you know salty and stuff, but at least read it um, <laughs> when it comes out or or ask me about it and I'll explain it to you in DM or whatever. But um, yeah, that sounds good, man. And I'm I appreciate that. I'm waiting to see what happens with it. I'm not giving up on spider tanks just yet. I've been here for the basically the entire thing. Yeah, I've I've seen it when it was like this is probably the worst it's been because the the daily active users are just because it's constricted. Before we didn't have all of these rules where ranks and battle rating and all that sort of stuff. So even though there was only a couple hundred people playing, we were you know I was dominating because I was just playing against you know people that are like whatever, and the games didn't take very long to get. But now it takes a long time to get a game. And then you're you're up against people who are actually, you know, just offset because of the balancing. It's it's literally the worst it's been, but I think it's about to get better. I'm hoping. Yeah, well, if they can onboard more new users, man, well, then it's going to be a better experience for everyone. Me, yeah. personally, I preferred it when it was, um, like, when it didn't matter what rarity you had, it was, like, even as far as, like, everyone had the same sort of stats, you know what I mean? It was they, Well, they just pushed a change to more so equalize the levels. So a level 30 is no longer extraordinarily more powerful than a level 20. I don't know what those numbers look like, but they did push that before even the update. They did that yesterday or two days ago or something like that. So well, I personally feel like every every tank mm-hmm. could essentially be the same, regardless of rarity. And the only difference between rarity would be the earning that you get from winning games. So if you're if yeah. you're going to be the best, you know, like to me that gets rid of the um, pay to win. Well, that's what they're doing with Gen Two. Everything's going to be zero, right? And the rarity is just you're going to earn more. Um, so you'll be, but you'll be able to level it up the same speed because that's how the you know the earnings and the upgrade costs have been. It's been a one to one ratio. Um, but so like right now. The only difference between a rare and a common is that you get those 12 perfect levels because you could get those 12 perfect levels on the common. It just, you got to pay for it. Like it's, it's just more expensive. Um, but like the cost is not, it's not much different um, as far as upgrade costs. Cause they've changed that too. They've changed the, the economic, like uh, ancient used to be 43 times more than a common. Now it's only six mm-hmm. times more. And I just feel like that sort of, I think I feel like with the rarity shit, man, like they sort of took it, they sort of took it in the wrong direction. Like with Mirandas, Mm -hmm. like if you're going to have a fucking forge, which is a 10 by 10 or whatever it is, like that's obviously going to be more rare than like a, a, like a weapon stand. Do you know what I mean? Because that's only a five by five. So that's good. And like with the plots and all the rest of it, but when you're talking about a MOBA game, there's no MOBA, man, that you can buy a skin for that's going to make you outcompete someone else. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, if you, yeah. if they had rarity just based on an earning model, like you buy a better, like you buy a legendary means you're going to earn more. But, you know, if you buy a legendary cannon that's an uncommon and one that's a legendary, the earnings should be different, but the actual mechanics and the how powerful the cannon is itself shouldn't change. I feel like that's the way that they could get around it so it's actually competitive and it's the best person that wins. They might earn less, but they're going to win more because it's even. 
But what happens with all of that? Like, say you're earning with a legendary or something. Where do you spend that? What happens to that token? Well, you can do what you want with it, man. You could still. Oh, that's going down. Still... That's going down because it has no utility. Well, it, you still got, like, say if you get perfect or you choose an excellent or you choose, like, decent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that could still affect the earning, like, the earnings that you get from the tank. So if you if you fuck around re-rolling it to get an yeah. excellent, well, then you might make five cents more in silk earnings, like as far as like 5% more, say, yeah. in silk earnings. Like, I don't see why it has to actually improve the capabilities of the tank in comparison to any other of the same tank NFT, okay, other than so the fact that it's... You're not you saying get, get rid saying? of the leveling system. You're not... I, I thought that's what you meant. No, you can keep the leveling system, so you got to sink for the silk. Yeah. But it, it could just be for earning side, not actually capability of the tank side. I mean, it, it, I mean, literally, you can have a perfected common that is just as good as an ancient. You know that, right? Yeah, but yeah, but it's the gap between men. Like, if you've got a lot of money, like say for yourself, like if you've got a lot of tanks that are earning a lot, yeah, you could have like fucking twenty different tanks that you're leveling up really fast because you can make the silk. So there's always this like someone's always behind yeah. that has less money and you've got more capability just off the fact that you have more. Like you, why can't we, you still earn more, but if we go against each other, the tanks have the exact same ability. If we're playing the same tank, like it just doesn't make sense to give a play to win when it doesn't like a pay to win when it doesn't need to be. Well, I, this might be controversial. I don't think it's pay to win. Well, if you've got thirty perfect levels, which yep. is what an ancient is, isn't it? Uh, well, so it you're depends. Still... Yeah, some of them are twenty-eight, some of them are thirty. Yeah. So, so if you've got a cannon with thirty perfect levels, right? Yeah. So your 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 range might be point zero five better than my range if yep. I don't if I've got a legendary not perfect levels, just yep. for instance. Yeah. So you're shooting already further than me. Yeah. You're doing more damage than me. Yeah. You're being able to reload faster than me. So. You'd never know, man, who was the better player because you've got a better tank. Well, that's why I like to play not perfected tanks anymore. Because, <laughs> like, people are <laughs> yeah, saying, like, I'm not that good, whatever, just using the lava. I'm like, dude, you don't even understand. Okay, so, I mean, I think I maybe misspoke. It obviously, it's, it's pay to win. Someone's paying. But what I'm saying is it's it's not, like... Say you 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 buy a, a, an ancient for I guess what they're nine grand right now, you're getting those perfected levels and you're getting that higher earning capability of which there's mm-hmm. not much earning right now. But uh, say the game is doing well, you're you're earning six times more than a common now. A common, you can take that to to perfected much cheaper, like four hundred bucks compared to nine thousand. And you're making mm-hmm. six times less now. It used to be forty-three times less, which is where it was like, "Oh man!" And the 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 you know people were saying they were just you know the sentiment was that ancients are making so much money and blah blah blah. And then when they cut it down, this is why I don't really even talk about it because I don't care. I think it was fine because we had a period where we made a bunch. It wasn't enough mm-hmm. to pay our stuff back. I can tell you right now, nobody who ran an ancient had made their money back because 
I was doing everything possible playing 14 hours a day. And I didn't even make more than half of it back in that period of time. I can't believe that someone else out there made all their money back on an ancient. So people who say that they're just wrong. But half of your investment back in a couple months, that's pretty damn good. Except that the NFTs went down in price. So well, I can only say as a player, man, like, and I don't have ancient and that's fine by me. Mm-hmm. Like, but if I'm, if I'm looking in the chat, the, the common denominator with people's complaints was fuck these people that can afford the better tank because that's given them the advantage. So if you, yeah. if you just make it so the everything's the fucking same, but the earning potential goes up with rarity, that's like, that's what they're doing what with Gen 2. You? So, I mean, like, they should have done that. I agree with you 100%. They should have done that from the start. So what yeah. it, What do you want them to do? Like, they can't just be like, oh, well, everything, we're going to burn all the Gen 1s and just give it. They could, right? They could burn all the Gen 1s and, and then give everybody Gen 2s, <laughs> right? But yeah. how would people feel about that, you know? <laughs> they feel well, like, what are you talking like, about, I don't, dude? I don't think they need to, man. I think, honestly, all they need to do is just change the earning the difference in yeah. earning when you're playing, not them, not the mechanics of the tank for Gen One, Gen Two, fucking every Gen after, because I mean, that they, was the biggest complaint. Yeah, they already well, they did the economic change. Like I said, it, an ancient went from forty three times down to six times of a common. So now there's just, I mean, are you saying you want it to be squeezed even more so that everything's earning the same? I don't even I don't care about so. the earning, man. I care about. The people that come in that just want to have a fair game, like the earning, t- well, yeah, like the yeah, earning potential it. doesn't mean. I don't think the earnings and the the tank's capabilities need to be hand in hand. I think they can be separated. Keep the mechanics the same for every tank that plays that specific role or whatever oh, model tank I it see. is. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. And then keep the and keep the earnings as a separate thing because the main complaint was fuck this person that's like got twenty thousand dollars. To buy a tank because you, you're creating that jealousy, man. Like you know, toxicity, toxicity in gaming already. Like that just adds to it. It makes yeah. it a super toxic environment. Yeah. So, if you want to pay more saying. and earn more, well, then that's great. But if you want to pay more to get an upper hand by having perfect upgrades that makes your tank perform better than another tank, well, I just think that's where they're making a mistake. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how it's going to work if they have more DAU. Because you're never going to see me in a game. You know, if, if if you're in a hero rank, you'll never see me if there's more players, right? Well, so at that to be point, honest, man, like I, fair. To be honest, man, I want to say you in Discord. I don't want to say you in tanks. <laughs> Do you no one wants like, to see me in tanks. I show up and they're like, oh, right. my God, the game's already over. It's kind of annoying, yeah. but it's also kind of flattering. Yeah, well, like you know, I want to I want to watch you play tanks and stuff like that, but I don't want to compete with you because it just doesn't make sense. I don't want to say meditated either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Evan Wave, yeah. I don't mind saying because I get a little bit of excitement if I do get a kill. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's um, it's just not fun playing against you and meditated at the level that you play. And I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might be fun for you, but it's not fun for me. If I get on team with you, it's great, but yeah. <laughs> That's where it stops being fun <laughs> for me because I want to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just then you're going to carry my ass. 
I feel like I got to carry pretty much everybody, but uh, that's don't let me get like that, man. <laughs> nah, nah, I so tried it. Yeah. You know. Cool. Um, so basically so change ask. that, change the, you know, the stats. That's it. That's what you're calling yeah. for. Change the stats. You can yeah. have the earnings, whatever. Just make the game fair. Well, wouldn't you want your earnings to be more personal anyway? You know what I mean? Like, who wants to crush the small guy to be able to make earnings? Like, you can yeah. still crush the small guy, but on an even playing field. Like, it's just too much for someone that's just coming into the game that has a couple hundred dollars to buy a common tank Yeah. to then just get crushed by someone that's got an enormous amount of liquidity to be able to buy something just for fun and then yeah. to get crushed at the same time because that's... That's honestly the complaint that I see the most. Yeah, no, I I do not like playing against anybody that's under mythic because I, I start to feel yeah. bad. I'm like, oh, well, you know, they probably just got into the game last week and they're, you know, they're probably a good player, but then they come across me, you know, and it's just like, it shouldn't be like that. And I don't know if DAU fixes that. I sure hope it does, but it's a tough balance. I, I, I think tough balance, but they got to get the game right first. They got to get the game right. Things make sense. And then if people like the game, they will play the game. And then when more people play the game, then the game becomes more fair over time. Yeah, it does. Like I do agree with that man with like the matchmaking and stuff, because like, even if the ancients are the ones that are playing up in deity level and then the, lower ranked tanks are essentially in like bronze or silver mm-hmm. like that's cool that's cool by me as well but i still think there would be a lot of people that are like you know i just like why can't i be in deity like the only thing that's stopping me from being in deity is rather that someone's not willing to rent me a tank that's good enough to get there because there's obviously too much of a difference or yeah you know like i can't afford it so or, I sort of or, I want Galadriel. It's not good enough because you you, yeah. you can get the deity. I I can't say that. I mean, I I'm just imagining that someone could get to deity with a common like level eighteen or something like that. I feel like that's possible. It's difficult, but I think it's possible. <laughs> I think someone could do it. But that's we're not talking about that. We're talking about the majority of people that are coming in and they're feeling like crap because they're losing and they don't have enough money to get a little bit higher, you know? So it's tough. It is. You add money into it. It's, it makes it worse. It makes the emotions swing harder. All right. I'm going to have to make a cut there, man, because there was a small little drop on my end with the camera, but um, we've hit around the hour mark anyway, man. I just really appreciate the fact that you come on to talk to me anyway. I'm sorry if I'm a bit scatterbrained, man. It's just like, there's so much shit going on in the NFT space and in Gala Games itself. It's hard to keep a, I don't know what you'd say, man. It's hard to keep a thought without racing off and do a different part because everything's connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think if you watch this back, you'll see that I'm scatterbrained as hell too. Like, I'm, I'm just going to zip it around. I'm, you know, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on here. It's been fun.